Uh, so privileged to have today with us Dr. Etim is going to come and minister to us. And uh, God bless you, Dr. Etim, as you speak. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. How long is the message? Praise the Lord. Can we rise up to pray? Let us rise up to pray. I want us to pray today about uh, this service. Are you hearing me well, yeah? Yeah? I want us to pray about the service. And uh, I would like to pray so that you get something at the end of it all. So that this Sunday service will be beneficial to you. And I, I'm sure it will. Amen. So... We are going to pray. Um, uh, we're going to pray for just uh, uh, that God will uh, give you uh, three things. Will give you sight, give you insight, and give you understanding. Hallelujah. So that you'll be able to see something today. Hallelujah. Amen. I want everybody to pray, whether you can pray or not, you're in the house of God so that you should be able to start the process of uh, learning how to talk to God. So prayer is, uh, is it? Pleasure, is it there? Yeah. Yeah, thank you, pleasure, pleasure, thank you. Let us pray. I want everybody open your mouth and begin to talk to God. I want you to open your mouth and begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want everybody to open your mouth and begin to talk to God. What do you believe? What, why are you here? Just talk to the Lord. 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 The first thing you are going to ask for is sight, that you'll be able to see wondrous things out of the word of God, that you're able to see what God wants you to see. Hallelujah. You'll be able to see what wants you. So you're going to pray for yourself. You're praying for yourself. You're praying for yourself. So the second prayer you are praying is insight, that you're able to get insight in his word, that you'll be able to get, get insight in his word. As the word of God is coming, you will get insight in his word and then finally you're going to pray for yourself that you have understanding the entrance of his word give it light and understanding to the simple so when the word of god comes to you as you are see, you'll be hearing the word of god coming today you begin to have insight you begin to have understanding hallelujah hallelujah open your mouth and just i'm not hearing you praying Lift up your voice now. 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 Lift up your voice. 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 Ask God for insight. If you can pray in the spirit, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to speak in the spirit. 
begin to speak in an unknown tongues. Let the word of God, let the word of God, as it is coming, as it is coming, let it meet you. Oh, Shakara. Encounter the Lord. Encounter his word. Encounter the spirit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you because the entrance of your word is going to help us, give us light and understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, let's have a seat here. I would like to, first of all, uh, very much thank uh, uh, our pastor, thank uh, Pastor Abbe, who is here today, and uh, Pastor Lily for giving me the opportunity to come. Uh, we, I spoke here last before Christmas in December, and we started, we said something about sight, and then there were so many things to talk about. So and then, uh, then uh, again, I was given an opportunity just to add a little bit more on that. And I would like you to just uh, be, be watching as we go on this journey together today. Amen. So I want to thank, but when I was preparing for this second message, so I wasn't really sure how to, so many things were on my mind. I was asking the Lord, how do I go about this second message today? So as I was putting the things together, and last Sunday, hallelujah, last Sunday, as Pastor Abbe was preaching, he said what the Lord said to me. Well, let me not say what the Lord, I got confirmation of what I needed to talk about. And Amen. So thank you, Pastor. Yeah? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Amen. So now, let me start with a, a small story. I went somewhere to work. So when I went to somewhere to work, I saw one elder lady walking there, senior lady, and I saw a younger lady. Huh? Are you with me? So then a young man came to speak to that young lady. Huh? So the young man was speaking to the young. So the older lady came to the young man and said to the young man, I am watching you. <laughs> he said, young man, I'm watching you in the office there. So watching, we keep on watching. Everybody's watching. Everybody, in fact, they're watching me. I'm watching. So it's having probably one of the most intensive activity we do is looking, watching. Amen. For instance, I can say now a white envelope. White envelope. Can somebody see it in your heart? Yeah? Huh? You can see it. A white envelope, can't you? Even in your, you know, in your mind, yeah? Can you? If I say white envelope. Huh? So if I say white envelope or a white sheet of paper, can you see it in your heart? Yeah? So you've seen it. When I spoke it, you saw it. But what if I do this? Can you still see this? What is this? A white sheet of paper. So there are two elements in the thought life. I'm going to start moving now. So there are two elements in the thought life. There is the physical seeing and then the eyes of the spirit, the eyes of your heart. 
Amen? I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to move more than that. So you need to remember that there are, every time you are moving, you are engaging two sides. You are seeing physically, and your mind is, uh, oh, oh, I am now in uh, Halifax. Oh, oh, I'm going somewhere. My mind, I don't know what I am seeing now. I'm seeing something. In fact, there are some people who see, who see more than they, you know, they see more than, are you with me, yeah? With their physical eyes. That's the first point. The second point is that, just a little foundation, God is a spirit. John chapter 3, chapter 4, verse 24 says, God is, a, Jesus speaking, our Lord Jesus Christ was speaking now. He said, God is a spirit. God is what? Many people forget that God is a spirit. <laughs> God is a spirit. You know what they call a spirit? Huh? God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 9 says, Furthermore, you have fathers of our flesh which corrected us and gave us reverence. Shall we not much more be subject in subjection to the father of spirits and live? So God is also called the father of uh, spirits. So if there are spirits, or every spirit has a, God is the father of spirits. That's in Hebrews. Are you with me? Are you with me, please? Right, okay. So, uh, why I started, um, um, I was grateful to Pastor was that in Genesis, uh, Pastor talked about, in Ge mentioned Genesis chapter 1 last Sunday. And he said, in the beginning, of course, when you start to read the Bible, you always start with Genesis chapter 1, isn't it? So, everybody... Most people know Genesis chapter 1 says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and form, and the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the waters, and the, and the Lord said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God said, Let there be this, and God saw. And God said, and God saw. And God said, and God saw. Are you with me? Go and check in chapter 1 how many times God said, and God saw. I'm not going to say it. I leave that with you. So, God said something, and God saw it. So, I said, I said, I said, white, uh, I said, paper, and you saw the paper. Are you with me there? Okay. So, God said something, and he saw. So, the basis, the, the beginning of all things is that when God started, God said it, and he saw it. God said it, and what? He saw it. That is very, 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 very important. Because that's Genesis chapter 1. So God said something, and God saw it. Now, let me ask you a question. If you say something, do you see it? You, uh, on your own. For instance, you say something, anything. If you say something... Do you see it? You do. How much do you engage so that what you say is what you see? 
Amen? How much is it that what you say is, we are going to come back to that. Okay. How much is it? Because I said a white sheet of paper. You saw it and you, you've seen it now. So that is a very important element. Matthew chapter 5 Verse 29, Jesus says that if a man looks at a woman and lusts in his heart, he has what? Already committed what? Adultery with the woman where? Where? In his heart. So, where did that adultery take place? Where? Okay, so, okay, now, so, uh, it's not difficult, please, I'm not trying to, let's just let it flow with it. So, he has seen the woman, he has lost, he saw the woman, he looked at the woman with his eyes, and then in his heart, he lusted after the woman, and in the spirit, it is agreed that it has been the reality is that he has done what? Committed adultery in his heart with that woman. It's a strong one there, but I just want you to see how, I'm not going to talk more on that, but I just want to see how important that is. So what is in the heart, what is in the heart is so important. I was talking to a friend the other day. I said, um, I just, there was a book which was used in, in, a, in a morning devotion in the White House some years ago. What, the book was called, What is on Your Heart? And it was written about the fall of a pastor. Okay, I'll, I'll just give you the story very quick. Very important story. Very, very important. Listen. So, this pastor was giving account of what happened to him. What happened? The pastor had a big congregation, America, vibrant, everything big. So, one day, he was on the pulpit like this preaching. This, the pastor speaking, giving account. He said, so, as he was preaching, suddenly he looked in front of him was a very beautiful lady sitting down. This is a true story in America. It's a very beautiful story. So he looked. He looked at the lady. Very beautiful. Well, uh, you know, uh, well painted, everything. Well dressed, very well. You know, very lovely, a beautiful lady. You know what I mean. But she was, look, look, look. She was wearing a very short um, a, a skirt or, you know, mini or something there. So, though the pastor was preaching, this lady caught his uh, eyes. Caught his what? Eyes. So, the more he preached, he, 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 he couldn't, he, his eyes came back to her. Eh? So, so, his eyes came back to her. So, when the lady found out that the pastor was looking at her, and she was wearing the, she started to do her leg like this. Are you with me? Do her leg, you know, just 
opening her leg in front of the, in front, uh, just on the front row there. So the, the pastor was there. So now, so the pastor, the man of God allowed that to distract him during the message. Okay? That's not the end of the story. So the just just why he was preaching, he was looking, why he was preaching? What was and then this lady was, you know, really service over. The pastor went went home. Uh, he went to work the next working day. Why was why he was in his office? He had a big office, he had a secretary in front. So this lady now came to the secretary. This lady now came to the reception, met the secretary, and said to the secretary, I need to see the pastor. I need to. He said, no, you wait. Fill the form. He said, uh, I need to see the pastor. And I said, so while the secretary was uh, trying to do the normal protocol, the lady just, you know, bypassed her, opened the door, entered the pastor's office. And uh, so the secretary ran after the woman. I said, so the, then the pastor was behind his uh, table. So then the pastor was sitting there. He, he remembered what happened in the church. So when she came in, the secretary ran to stop her, but you can't just, you know, so she, she, she just, so pastor stood up, so, saw her coming. So the secretary said, no, what? So the pastor said, well, okay. Leave her alone, come and sit. So she now came. Mistake number one, he allowed her to sit there in front of him alone. So I'm not going to go into details of it because of time. And then she, she said, she saw the girl, saw the picture again. The whole thing was now, the pastor said, he started talking a lot of very seductive things, very seductive. I'm not going to go into that. And then she now came around to the, so the pastor made the next mistake, he said, Oh, oh, sorry, let me. But then this lady was crying then, and then came round, and then came round, you can't, can't help me. Then she was wearing a cloth, which with a click, bam, the whole clothes would just drop to the floor. Bam, and the pastor fell down there, and that was the end of it. Then, the, when the lady left, the pastor's in the office there. The pastor said he didn't know what happened to him. Then, a few months later, a month or two, the, the lady phoned the pastor and said, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And now he now said, go and tell your congregation what you have done, and I'm not going to accept anything else. Of course, at the end of it all, the pastor had to tell the leadership, left the church, handed the church over, moved to another town to go and stay, started life again, set up welfare for the new child and so where did this problem all start from where the eye so he did not he was not careful to stop the eye when it all started take heed of your heart with all diligence for out of it proceed all the issues of life Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 20. Now he said, if your eye causes you to sin, lock it out. He didn't say, are you with me? He didn't say, <laughs> he didn't say you go to the hospital and take, you know, you know what, it, what that means. Plug it out, it's better for you to go into heaven 
and so on and so forth. So, the eye, therefore, is a major door that you have. And I, we have a big door into our spirit man through the eye. There are five senses, like you know, but I think probably we use the eye a lot while we are awake. Even while we are asleep, the, the other eye is working. The second eye we talked about, isn't it? You're in dreams and in visions. I saw one dream. I saw somebody, I was running away. I was jumping. I, was, I didn't know why this is. So the, the second, I don't want to call the second eye. I don't want, you know what I mean, the eye of the spirit. He's still alive. He's working. And a lot of people have difficulty because they do not know that these two eyes are linked together. The psalmist says that he who created the eye shall he not see. God sees with the eyes. In fact, the eyes of the eyes, Lord moveth to and fro to show, to show himself strong to those whose hearts are steadfast towards him. God is looking. And we are also what? Looking. Whew. Genesis 3. I want to show you something in Genesis 3. Are you with me, please? Yeah? Yeah. In Genesis 3, you see a, a story of the fall of man, Eve. The Bible says that she saw the fruit and it was what? Pleasant to what? The eye. <laughs> so it was pleasant to the eyes. Pleasant to the eyes. Pleasant to the eyes. And all that thing so to make one wise, you have read all about the fall. But you know that when she ate the fruit and gave it to her husband, what happened to them? What happened to them? They realized that they were what? Naked. But then they saw the fruit. How come that they saw the fruit and ate it? They didn't even know that they were naked. How come that after they ate the fruit? Oh my God, we are naked. What are we going to do now? What are we? We are naked. They found that they were naked. And of course, you know that, you know what happened. I'm not going to go to that. Everybody reads that story. Of course, we know it even in Sunday school uh, a manual. That when God came, the thunder and the silence of God came. King James says, as in the, I'm not going to go into that today. They ran away. They ran away. The same God who they used to see before, they were now running away. But where did it all start? It started by their seeing something. So they, they saw the fruit, they fell, and they were now naked. So, so, so part of the, our Lord Jesus Christ came to save, to seek, and to save that which was what? Lost. So that which was lost, you can get it back. Amen. So when the Lord now came, if you read to John, can I have John 11 there, verse 40? Jesus says at the tomb of Lazarus, did I not say to thee, if you believe in me, you will do what? See the glory of God, the expression of his excellence. So, so, 
one of the things you get, for those of you who are not Christians, or, you know, is to begin to see the glory of God. You can see the glory of God in an ever-increasing measure to the Shekinah. So you can see that glory. Amen? Now, faith in Rome, uh, I know we're running uh, a series on faith. So faith is what? The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not uh, seen. So the evidence, so when you get the word of God, the evidence that you have not seen is faith. Oh, are you with me there? The evidence, the evidence, the evidence, the, the you know, hallelujah. So our, we, are living, we are people of faith, the journey of faith. In Habakkuk, Habakkuk, it says, I will stand upon my rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. Okay, he said, I will stand upon my rampart to see what God will do, what? Say to me. But the Lord said to Habakkuk, write down the vision. Oh, make it plain that he that runneth may run with it. The next verse is but faith. What, what is the next verse? The next verse is, uh, the just shall live by faith. <laughs> but he, the just shall live by faith. I didn't write that in the, I didn't put that in the message today. The just shall live by faith. But he that draws, but if you now go back, in, it's now quoted twice in the New Testament, but he who draws back in Romans, I shall have no pleasure in him. So the so, so just shall live by faith in seeing the word of God real, manifested, demonstrated in your life. You have to start that journey in the word of God. That is the demonstration, the infilling of the word demonstrated by you are seeing the word of God in your life. It is through this word that you're able to obtain a good report by, by, by the elders obtain a good report. Now, faith is but you know that in Romans it says that faith comes by hearing. And, but what, what is the import of that hearing by the word of God? You hear it twice so that you'll be able to see the reality of God coming to pass in your life. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, now, God watches over his word to bring it to pass. Did I say watch? Did I say watch? Is look, God watches over his word. So what you have to do as a child of God, begin to have the word of God in your heart, but where do you, when you get the word in your heart, how do you see that word of God in your heart? You see? In Matthew, it talks about the seed, the word of God being sowed. But the first thing that happens is that the enemy comes and does what? Takes it away. For instance, I'm speaking now. Many people are thinking of other things. They are just thinking of tomorrow's work, thinking. But 
They choke the world. The cares and anxieties of this world choke the world and makes it unfruitful. You can never get any result. Oh, I'm not here for God. Yes. God can answer your prayer. Listen, God can answer your prayer once, twice. After that, look, grow up. He will tell the children, your children, they will be at home. They're drinking milk, messing up the nappies, and you're still running after them. Five years, seven years. Come on, I'm not going to change it again. Can you now go to, can you go and say, do, do that? Can you now start to take care of yourself? Many Christians are waiting for God to keep on changing their life. Changing, changing, changing. And God said, look, man, when are you going to grow up? Some prayers will not happen until you have. It's Paul writing to the Corinthians. He said, so mighty grew the word of God and do what? Prevail. Iskus kretos in Greek. Iskus kretos. Just prevailed. Now, let me just say something here about, let's go back to the vision. In, Afri in Africa, let me run. I have to start running fast now. Yeah. In, uh, I remember when we started in the Pentecostal movement, one of the churches used to say, people should not watch TV. Eh? You remember? <laughs> yeah, one of the Pentecostal churches. And some people say, oh, this, what is the difference between a radio and television? The difference between a radio and a TV is this one gives only sound, but the other one gives sound and what? Vision. And the guys who are doing the TV now, they're making it more pixel, more pixel, more pixel until it, the, the, new, the TV now is more real than reality. You go to, you know, TV shop. I mean, so look, I can't even see a butterfly. I didn't see this butterfly. It's so nice. Huh? It's looking so nice on the TV. So the TV uh, penetrates into your most powerful spiritual door. I learned that there is a Pentecostal group in the UK here. Don't laugh. I don't know. The, I'm sure somebody will tell me. They don't allow, members don't watch TV. Eh? Is that so? Yeah. During the COVID, they got a contract from UK government. It's, a, it's an English, but they don't watch TV. I, 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 I don't know the group. Okay. But I'm not saying I have two TVs. In fact, I have an old TV that God, <laughs> the one God spoiled, I prayed for, just, one just got bad, they got bad, I'm praying. I know he's going to get back. But I, I, you know, but the thing is, if you spend more time with those TV anchors, they're speaking at you, speaking at you. Some of them are not even born again. You know what I mean. Some of them are, yeah. They sit in your sitting room every day, bombarding you with their, their mindset. I'm not interested. I'm not going to go into that. But you know what to do for yourself if you really, really want to get and make your life important. Hallelujah. And so let the words of my mouth, Psalm 19, Psalm 19, verse 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God. So it has to be accepted. God is the meditation of your heart and the words of your mouth. Let it be accepted in the sight of God. Because God is watching. 
Hallelujah. Um, a practical issue on Genesis. Can I have Genesis chapter 15, verse 12? There is a, a story which I find it a bit, a bit, a bit, um, oh, what, uh, you know, I've read this story. It says, and when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. Then, yeah. Okay, if you, um, because of that, I'm not going to go much. You got, if you start from verse um, 10, can you go to verse 10? Can you give me verse 10, please? So now, the Bible tells us that what is this? That was, if you read them, it talked about Abraham's encounter with God, where he brought all these uh, uh, um, sacrifices before God and cut them into two down the middle and placed them one after the other. Uh, he didn't cut the bed. Go to the, uh, the next one, yeah, uh, 11. And when the vultures came down on the carcass, Abraham drove them away. Hold, hold it there. And now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham. Behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. What you can go and read this story. So this was an encounter with God. Abraham brought the sacrifices. He cut them into two. I'm not going to go into technical. Then the vultures came down to eat the carcass that he had offered to God. Eh? He has made an offering. He has kept it there. He was waiting for God to come and consume the sacrifice. Then some vultures came, <laughs> beds of some vultures came, and then he drove them away. So you see, he did a physical action. Some birds came to eat, then he drove them away. So in your vision, you have to be consistent. You need to be able to drive away the vultures. Okay? And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell up. Behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Now, and then, then the Lord said to Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants shall be strangers in the land. If you read on, you see that later on the sacrifice, the Lord came down and consumed the sacrifice. So you see the interplay of things, both the physical seeing and then the spiritual. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't allow anybody to deceive you that uh, you shouldn't use your mind. Don't allow anybody to deceive you. There was a time that people were moving in the things of the word of God and there was a, a wrong doctrine called visualization which caused a lot of damage to people's encounter with God. There's a place of focus in your life as you begin to uh, go, uh, grow in the spirit. I say to you, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the loss of the flesh. So what therefore happened, therefore, as we'll be rounding up, uh, very soon. 
You see, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18 says, Though we, we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. The actual things that will persist and survive are the things which are not seen. Now, the scripture says that when he said, No eyes have seen, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. No eyes have seen, ears have heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared to those who love him. But God has revealed this thing to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. So God reveals things to you. If you are ready to engage, start, work, start this journey with him. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, Psalmist Nephor says to you, in the come test and see Psalm chapter verse test and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. But in 9, chapter 119, verse 8, he says, Open my eyes, O Lord. Open. I know there used to be some songs, Christian songs said, Open my eyes, O Lord. Another, thing, another song they used to sing, he says, uh, 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 Rain. And so, I know when we're some Pentecostal, when they start to sing those songs, Let it rain. Or open my eyes. If they sing, if people begin to <laughs> see, move into the, see some uh, visions. Hallelujah. So we are a prophetic people. You cannot really run away. If you are not a prophetic, in, uh, it says, First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5, it says we are prophetic people. Let people, pro you know, people should be able to move in the things of the spirit. He who prophets, who, who sees in the spirit is greater than he who doesn't. He who moves in the things of the spirit, whether in speaking, nabai or chose, seeing. So in the spiritual realm, you, you can hear and you see. Uh, see in the things. But you, because you know that even, even the Bible, the Bible says, the word of God came to me and I saw Revelation, you know, Genesis, to Reve, even in Revelation, it says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's, on the Lord's day, and I heard a, a voice speaking to me as that of a trumpet. Gen uh, Revelation chapter. Then I saw, and I looked, and I saw. Hey, Jesus. Are you with me? So these are the things. Look, don't mess about with Christian something. If you are in it, you, you better get, get into it. Get into it real time. And he said, I saw a voice. No, when we used to go on evangelism, you know, it, it, I was head of evangelism about 15 years ago in Africa. And uh, we used to see a lot of signs and wonders. Because when you do evangelism, you get miracles easily, easily. Easy way to, evangelism is the easiest way to miracles. Because these signs and wonders follow them that believe the word. So when you mean it, when we used to go on evangelism, we used to say, Lord, I'm not with But one day, we went on evangelism. But what we decided to do, we said, okay, let us go and evangelize the big men of the city. Are you with me? Are you with me there? So we went to the chief, the, the head of the community, the whole the big city, the Oba, in a place they call them Oba, or, you know, huh? Opa, yes, amen. So we went, so I went with my friend who was a pastor, but this man had understanding of the spirit. 
So when we went there to that big, so we, 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 we fill form, look for everywhere, and then the big man granted us audience in his house. So we went into his house, into his sitting room. So when we went there, we know that even one said, well, Jesus, you are a sinner. Jesus, okay, he will not listen to us. Or he may just say, okay, thank you. Have your drink and you can go. You know, we know that. Eh? Are you with me? No, you just go, to, go and talk to a big man in Bradford. He's, gonna, he's not going to listen to you. So, we, we, so, so when we went there, so that my friend, uh, Pastor Akpan, he, he, he had understanding of the spirit. So while we're with him, we're so, he said, he said, so we said to him, let us pray. So as we started to pray, so my, my friend said, um, sir, last night I saw that you were in your room and outside a cat was crying and then you did this, you did, oh! <laughs> Amen. So, insight made the man to believe that Many of these people will not believe unless they see signs and wonders following. That's what the Lord Jesus said. So the language of the Spirit, in fact, don't forget that in Numbers chapter, Numbers chapter 22, there was a man called Balaam. He was, he was a false prophet, a pagan prophet. But God granted him vision. You know, even though he was a, 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 of the, a pagan, he was, he was able to see. Amen. Hallelujah. Because Balaam is talked about a lot in the Bible, even in the New Testament. Hallelujah. So what are we saying, brethren? The language of the Spirit is dreams and visions. Acts chapter 2, 16 to 18. That in these last days, the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit has come, yes, you do speak in tongues. Yes, you pray in the Spirit. But you do know that the outpouring of the Spirit is accompanied by what? Dreams and visions. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And my servant and my husband, I will pour in those days and they shall prophesy. So you cannot, so, 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 so God is setting all these things. Before you, Deuteronomy says, I said before you, life and death. So if the heart is, is not uh, getting these things right, we're not going to go anywhere, are we? We're not going to go anywhere if we're not getting these things, if we're not getting the simple things of God as a spirit. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, I'm rounding up now. The God, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the gospel so that they can understand this message about the glory. Who is exact likeness of God, Jesus Christ. You, you, you see, don't make your Christianity a formality. Don't, don't just do those motion things. You're, gonna waste, you're wasting your time. You, you, you're wasting your time going through the mo just doing formality. Titus chapter 2 verse 12 says, The grace of God has appeared unto all men, teaching us. You cannot say the, the grace of God has appeared, even unbelievers. Even in the Old Testament, Abimelech, Abhi, uh, unbelievers, God spoke to them. What, what, what are we saying, brethren? So God cannot speak to us again? 
Are we not children of God? Amen. Are we not children of God? Press into these things. If you seek me early, you shall find me when you seek for me with all of your heart. Hey, Kashorobo. You cannot seek him. Oh, see, listen. The, the game is, you, you, you guys, you, you, know the plan, you, know the plan, you know the master plan. You know everything. Because God has, not reve- God has revealed to you the plan of the ages. The master plan. And your own plan. Finally, what are we going to do? The first thing, because of time, I'm not going to quote more scriptures again. The first thing you have to do, you have to take the blood of Jesus and wipe away your evil conscience. Your heart is full of all manner of bitterness, all word of unforgiveness, worry, anxiety, picture. You had you dreamt last night. You cannot even come out of that dream. Oh, what am I going to do? My heart is troubling me. Oh, what am I? The blood of Jesus will cleanse you from an evil conscience so that you can serve the living God. That is the first bullet you should take keep down for yourself. You need to go and do a study that the blood of Jesus, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. So by the blood of Jesus, you'll be able to wipe your heart clean. There are some people who say, hey, when I close, I see the same thing. Ooh. So then the blood will give you access to the living God. It was turned from top to bottom. Hallelujah. Let's rise on our feet, everybody. People are getting tired. People are getting tired. <laughs> I don't want people to sleep. It's a lot to take in. Go and get the go and get the what? The tapes. Now, oh, hallelujah. Two more bullets, I will, two more points I will make to you. The second thing I want to tell you about the blood of Jesus to cleanse you. Take the blood of Jesus, Father. Take the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So even your mind can be renewed by the precious blood of Jesus. And then the word of God will have access into your heart and your mind. Amen? Now, the other thing we want to talk is that the breaking of bread. The Bible tells us that some guys in, um, on the road to Emmaus after the resurrection, Jesus drew near to them. But they saw him, they were talking to him. But they could not see him. These were disciples. Jesus drew near to them. He said, what are you talking about? He said, are you not the only guy in Bradford? You know what has happened? This guy that we thought is going to make, he said, then they went and they went at the story. If you read the road of Emmaus, when they got to the house, he wanted to leave. He said, no, no, come with us. They went to the house. Then they said, as they were breaking bread, bam, bam, their eyes were open and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. So vision is connected to what? The breaking the body of Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. So the apostles in Acts of the Bible, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Pastor preached, preached on that last Sunday. They steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, the breaking of bread, fellowship, and in prayers. Finally, Revelation chapter 3, verse 18. So I advise you to buy gold from me, says the Lord. (laughs) Revelation chapter 3, verse 18. 
So I advise you, have you got that revelation? I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been refined by fire. Hey, gold. And that then you will be rich. And also buy white garment from me so you will not be ashamed of your nakedness. An ointment for your eyes so you'll be able to do what? See. I finished. Amen. Can I have some music, please? Hallelujah. I want us to begin to bow our head, begin to pray now. Chi You are here and you want the Lord to touch you. Come out. You are here, you are an unbeliever. Come out. You are here, you don't understand what I'm saying. Come out. To pray to the Lord. From the rising of the sun till the end of every day, praise and honor. All the nations of the earth, all the angels and the saints. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you today. I've delivered your word to the Bradford Church. Father, lift up your hand, everyone. Lift up your hand to God in heaven. Father, I've just prayed for these hands lifted. This is the word you gave. Let your name be exalted. Touch them. Let those who were unable to see, let them see. Let the blind see. Let the deaf hear. Let those who are paralyzed move. Let the dead come back to life. In Jesus' name.